0: Are you ready to rock, boys and girls?
1: Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold
2: your nose, because the bull's about to fly.
1: Now, here's Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton.
2: Good Thursday morning to you. Hope it's a good start for a good day. Patton Cook back in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studios in Nashville. Greg Pogue here at the OBC Championships, a men's and women's basketball tournament right across the street at the Ford Center We're in the lobby of the Double Tree Hotel. And this morning, Tennessee Tech basketball coach John Pelfrey will join us. And obviously, we'll talk about a lot of things, but we'll also talk about. Something that happened in his life that he it was always a part of historically for all the big blue nation. Uh, by the way, Vanderbilt last night with a win at Kentucky. I'm, and I'm looking at Kyle Schwartz, the uh, assistant commissioner for strategic communications, a graduate of, of Kentucky. Patton, good morning to you. How are you doing, man?
3: Oh, Greg, I'm doing great. Uh, great win for Vandy last night. I mean, it, it just kind of bolstered my mood. It's what I needed on a Thursday.
2: Well, and Tennessee Tuesday night loses a kind Ziegler. Now it looks like Liam Robbins is right. going to be out for the rest of the way for Vanderbilt. He just can't stay healthy.
3: So. He can't. That's the, been the problem. Jerry kind of confirmed it yesterday in the press conference. But for them to lose them kind of minute two and still the win in Rupp Rup Arena on senior night, uh, great win for the Commodores.
2: Well, and we'll get to the Preds, they uh, traded McHale-Granlin, now they have uh, in the uh, NHL draft later this summer in Nashville, they have the entire draft. Yes. No one else is going to be drafting, uh, <laughs> it'll just be the Predators, and everybody can just stay home, so anyway. Hey, we are at, uh, like I said, the OVC Championships got underway yesterday uh, on the uh, men's side last night, Southeast Missouri beat Lindenwood 84-65, to they'll play Tennessee State tonight at 6.30, uh, Siue beat uh, Southern Indiana 68-54. They play UT Martin tonight at nine. On the women's side, a uh, bit of an upset: the uh, uh, eight seed Morehead State knocking off perennial, uh, you know, power in the OVC. I would call them UT Martin. They play Semo today at one, and then Tennessee Tech. My good buddy Kim Roseman, her team at 3:30 against Siue that beat TSU yesterday. Seventy-one, sixty-four. Well, I was talking about Kyle Schwartz. Kyle, good morning. Good morning, Greg. Do you know what day it is yet? I mean, because or if it's
4: upside down and all around. Because I know you don't get much rest. It's only week. day two, so hopefully I do tomorrow. Ask me again, maybe I won't. But I did write Thursday on my hand, so I would know. <laughs> uh, back here, it was twenty seventeen. The first year here? 18. 18. Like
2: I said, 2018. The first year here. Now I understand that the league presidents have uh, expanded that agreement out to 2026, option for 2027. And, you know, I've said it all along. You know, you you guys brought us kicking and screaming up here to Evansville, what, six or seven years ago. It's been the perfect spot for it. It really is,
4: and it continues to shine. I would lie if I said there wasn't some – Worries the first contract to come in here because we'd never been here, yeah. but it has been a home run, and we should have the contract through 2040 or 2050 if they'd have us because it is just the perfect place.
2: Yeah, and I, all the teams are surrounded. By the way, the, uh, the, the top two seeds on the win, and men and the women are here. The third goes somewhere else. The fourth and the fifth are at Bally's Casino. I just wanted to mention that's where TSU is, <laughs> and I'm glad I'm over here, quite frankly. Um, what do you, you know? In men's Moorhead State, the one seed, regular season champion, Preston Spradlin's going to be on with us tomorrow morning at nine o five. The Moorhead State coach and the job he's done—that's been pretty amazing. But I look at one. You got Tennessee Tech. You just roll all the way through UT Martin, TSU, Semo. I mean, the the thing is top heavy. Because, you know, Moorhead State's a solid one, deserves to be. But this league, this this thing could be won by six different teams.
4: On the last day of the regular season, four teams were tied for second place. That's yeah. how close it was. And Southern Indiana was the seventh seed, but they weren't that far off from that group too. So balanced, every team seems to have the one really good guard, a really good player too, and that's where it bolstered the evenness in this league.
2: Well, with that, and then, of course, uh, Preston was the, uh, well, OVC awards, uh, Moorhead State. Mark Freeman, player of the year, only in the pandemic era, right? We have junior Clay go four years at Tennessee Tech, go to TSU. I've had the pleasure of calling all of his games this year and to become the first five-time all-OVC performer. That's unheard of, right? And
4: yeah, Last year would probably been the first year nationally that that could have happened to somebody. Yeah. We have not re- I don't have the research, but yet the first five-time OVC player, he's really – been He's one of the greatest players in OVC history just for that accomplishment alone.
2: Yeah, and then it, also the transfer portal, Alex Gross, the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Where did he, he came in from? Um, Olivet, Olivet Nazarene. Olivet Nazarene. And, you know, the way the transfer portal works, Moorhead State, you know, Janai Broom. we see what he's doing at Auburn right now, and, and, and that's fine. But then you get the opportunity to have Alex Gross come in to, to replace him, also the transfer from Lipscomb. Uh, Jake Wolf, I'm, yeah, Jake Wolf. That's played so well, and uh, they're they're pretty
4: dang good. They really are. And Preston's done a really nice job to, up there. To lose four starters and to do yeah. that, the transfer portal taketh away, but it can give it giveth to you too if you you're yeah. looking in the right place. You just got to work it, and I'm sure it's more work in the coaches every year. You're out there having to find new pieces for your team.
2: And Tennessee Tech's an embodiment of that with what and we're going to have John Pelfrey coming up uh, at, at 10:05. The former. I'm not even going to bring up the fact that uh, – I don't even know what you're talking Vandy about. Vandy beat Kentucky last night in Rupp Arena. Vandy's On playing very good. Night. They're yeah, playing they very are. well. Yeah. I hate that Liam, Liam Robbins is going to be out apparently. Uh, and then Cameron Hafter, at Eastern Illinois. Uh, you know, I do the OVC weekly report, runs on our station, and it goes everywhere. Uh, Cameron Hafter every week, every week was freshman of the week, so I knew that, that one. That one was a no-brainer. Well, right? here's a
4: unique thing that—that's something that's changed. There are not as many freshmen with the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. There is a group of about four freshmen who average more than six or seven points. That's it. So yeah. that's sort of changed in the mid-major level. The freshmen maybe are going to the big schools, and and the mid-major teams are getting those transfers.
2: Well, and um, also Little Rock comes into the league and the women win uh, the, the regular season champion. You come in as the number one seed. Not a surprise because Little Rock's women's program is, uh, uh, you know, Joe Foley's well, – the, the court's named after him.
4: So, there you go. One, They have one regular season OVC loss for him. If you want to watch defense, take a, a watch when Little Rock plays on Friday. That is what they're all about. They're going to guard you. And it may not be – 44 42 may be the final score but they're going to guard and play really tough defense and that's why they're 17 and one in league play
2: from the lobby of the uh, double tree hotel right across the street from the Ford center as a matter of fact with by the steps that that yeah. connect to, you know and and i've not i've become an Evansville honk okay i i mean from Nashville what two two f- hours from north Nashville two, yeah and it's just 24 to Raw Parkway through Henderson across the river, stop at Ellis Park, bet on a pony or two, and then get on over here. You can go to the – I'm, I'm – it's a really – and now I've become the Evansville Chamber of Commerce person here. But I, it's yeah, – I've really got – grown to really like this city, you know. And it's the third largest city in, in uh, Indiana. People don't realize that. Gary – and of course Indianapolis.
4: They've treated us so well and I I d I didn't know anything about it before we came here too. And their slogan is E is for everyone. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. really there's something to do for everybody well, here.
2: They got the the building. And the building is immaculate, it really is. It's the perfect size.
4: Is the is the perfect size. Yeah. Where a Bridgestone Arena in Nashville is unbelievable, but it's too big for something right. that we're gonna do. This one is What does
2: it see? Twelve?
4: Just about eleven, depending uh, on the configuration.
2: But they have a bunch of concerts up here. Good one, big yeah. names. Yeah, Schmidty, my buddy Schmidty, Mike Schmidto, he comes up here to country music concerts all the time. And
4: it's easier to get a ticket here than it is in Nashville, too. So oh if yeah. your favorite artist is coming to Nashville and Evansville, come to Evansville. You'll get a better seat. There guarantee. we
2: go. Well, can we – Patton, we need to record that, send that to the Chamber of Commerce with an invoice stuck to it. Will do. Okay. <laughs> all right, so what do we got tonight? SEMO, uh, Tennessee State. Uh SEMO's interesting. I'm not you know, they got a player, Philip Russell, that's a piece of work. I'll just that's my editorial comment. And uh, so but that should be good. Then UT Martin, S I U E. Uh Guards. Yeah, it's all, guard. all with guards Pat, with Patrick Stewart, uh, who's obviously his father who was the coach there in past you know what a few Novembers ago, right? Right before the start of the season. So tough there. Then Moorhead and Tennessee Tech, the ones in the twos. You got SEMO, Moorhead State. At 1 o'clock, uh, starting it out today. And all the way through, they got Tennessee Tech SIU at 3.30, as I mentioned. Uh, tomorrow night, the games 7 and 9.30 on on ESPNU. And then the championship game of the men on ESPN2. Women are all on ESPN+. plus. And uh, this year, you did something differently with your ESPN TV package. It was almost like what they call in the NFL the flex schedule. You could wait and then determine – you know what games you wanted because later in the season some mean more than others
4: obviously and then june or july or august when you have to make that decision yeah. it's hard to know who's good with the transfer portal so we waited and two weeks out picked uh, with espn picked what they thought the best game was and sometimes even two weeks isn't long enough you pick it and a team loses two games in a row but it really worked out to try to get the best matchups on i got a suggestion though next time tsu is at moorhead
2: state and the game's scheduled for 8:30 eastern Move it back to seven, six local. don't don't push it back later. I got home I got back uh, to campus at 4:30 home in bed by 5:30. So, just let you
4: know that the one Eastern Time Zone uh, team—that's how it works. The one, sometimes. It is the one Eastern Time Zone team. Yeah, we could go back in the day when the uh, OVC played games at 11 p.m. Central Time or midnight. But, oh uh, yeah, when, when Jim Delaney was the commissioner.
2: Well, you know, but it's been a really—I mean, your partnership ahead with ESPN Plus, especially now, all the leagues are doing it. You were—you guys. We were one of the first for yep. sure, and it was a
4: tough decision. We—it was free. Our streaming was free. You could just go on. You didn't have to register. Now you have to pay five nine nine or six nine nine a month, but you get so much other content. Well, the, the
2: plus is, you know, I don't buy. I'm not like, for example, I'm not going to Apple TV, so I can watch Nashville, SC, yeah. and pay them sixteen bucks a month. I'm sorry, when
4: I I would watch them all the time. When it was, I could watch it. I'm not paying for it. Just you just steal somebody's Netflix password too? Is that what you do at home?
2: Uh, no, I just don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, but and I appreciate, it, but that use that as as an example as well. Hey, Kyle, thanks for having us up here. You and Beth and Tra- and, and what about Travis? <laughs> Travis Teletasi. He was, uh, I guess, early May. He takes over as commissioner of the uh, Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, the MAAC, not the MAC, yeah. but the MAAC. Long, yep. uh, and um, good for him. Good for him. And he's going back up into his part of the world.
4: He went to Marist, which uh-huh. is in the MAC. So, like coming home to him, yeah. we got we honored him on the court last night. Surprised him; he had no idea. He wasn't angry cool. at us, but he got his due in front of a pretty large crowd last night.
2: Well, good, good, uh, and he's just totally blown us off for coming over here and talking.
4: He's to us, over so. at shootarounds right yeah, now. I was I already over there, so I saw him working hard. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Thanks for guys. having
2: us. We appreciate it. Thank right. you. Kyle Schwartz is the assistant AD for strategic communications with the. Uh, Ohio Valley Conference. That's where we are, the OVC Championships, Ford Center, Doubletree Hotel going on up here. Coming up uh, at 10.05, Tennessee Tech coach John Pelfrey and uh, George Lee at uh, 10.40. He is the athletic uh, director at Little Rock, so we'll have uh, him on throughout the morning as well. Patton Cook back at the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Again, last night, Vanderbilt at Kentucky, 68-66. to 66. Um, They've won seven out of their last eight. I mean, you know their their NCAA net is still what eighty. I'm guessing no better than eighty. And I got a bone to pick with that, correct. Okay, I understand that, but don't here, don't shoot the messenger I know, on this. One, I know. You know, because I don't necessarily agree with it or not. It just seems like the eyeball test is in my mind. They're one of the top thirty five teams in the country right now.
3: I agree. With, I mean, with,
2: with Robbins, with Robbins.
3: With Robbins, that's and that's true, and from what it looks like, no more of him this season. Four quad one wins, and for you to win at Rupp Arena when Kentucky's as hot as they've been all season long, they've swept Tennessee this season. I I agree the first part of the season is what it was. I mean, it, it really inexcusable. I, I believe they lost two quad four uh, games, which is inexcusable, but I think last part of the season here in March, if they were to win out, and that's a big if, they got a big game against Mississippi State this weekend, uh, depending on what they do in the SEC tournament, I I think they've done about as good as they can to really give themselves a shot to make the big thing. Now, the net is what it is right now, but I think for them to solely look at that and nothing else, which hopefully they don't do. They don't,
4: and
2: they don't. They put that out there. For people to some more transparency, because yeah. people would always, how did you come up? Well, you tell me where we are in the RPI, how we get there, right? And, and so that, as much as anything. And
3: but, right now, Florida, who's uh, I believe two and twelve in uh, in in the, in their quad games right now, is twenty points ahead of Vanderbilt in the net. And Florida is about as bad as a basketball team as there is right now in the SEC.
2: Well, it's. That's the former they're probably going to have to live with. First win at Rupp Arena since uh, 2007. Uh, Predators uh, trade Macal Grandlin last night to the Penguins for a second-round pick. Um, of course, Grandlin came here in the uh, Kevin Fiala trade. Um, nine picks with four deals. In the 2023 draft later this summer at Bridgestone, they've got 13 picks. They uh, have not only ripped the Band-Aid off, they've blown it up.
3: And I'm a little surprised, uh, quite To frankly. that extent,
2: it, I am too. I, I mean, you kind of
3: figured there would be some moves here, but, I mean, they're uh, they're not giving up necessarily uh, on, on the future ahead. But I, I to me, I, they're looking at this team and saying this isn't good enough and we're going to need a major o- or overhaul. And for David Poyle, um, his lasting memory will be these trades, and some of them has, have been really, really good. I'm not sure about the Granlin value. I, I thought maybe – You keep them if you're only going to get a second round pick back, but uh, they thought different.
2: No, and that's and really it wasn't. You know, they were unloaded um, about twenty, about ten million. He has he was in the second year of a a four year twenty million. So two years plus a little bit of this year uh, as well. So that's just that's just a dump. That's all that is. Right. Just a dump. Uh, Grizzlies last night, 113, 99 winners, um, over, uh, the Rockets three in a row, four of five, six of eight, uh, Desmond Bain, don't do it with 30 jaw, 27 rebounds, seven assists Friday night, uh, at Denver and then Sunday night at the Clippers. So anyway, should be, um grizzlies how are your cavaliers doing i'm not gonna go cavaliers like jb does how are your cavaliers doing?
3: well they took one on the chin last night Uh, they played uh, the boston celtics on national television on the big espn the four-letter network played well uh donovan mitchell got banged up towards the end a little bit but one thing i like every time they played the celtics they've beaten beaten them two out of their last three which is the last time they'll play in, in the regular season they match up well but uh, you just kind of get the feeling right now—it's Darius Garland and, and Donovan Mitchell, and just not getting a lot of help uh, anywhere else. Which we know, depth in the postseason, you're going to need it. So we'll see. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Pat. I'm sorry. No, no, I, just, I just said we'll see how how the season
2: goes. And uh, if you're watching the SEC women's tournament, um, round one between Kentucky and Florida, four players each team tossed for a brawl. <laughs> what is the world's going on?
3: Did you see any of that footage? Uh, I did not see any of that footage. I, I heard about it and I just mm. think uh, <laughs> Austin P first a couple weeks ago. Now it's Man. carrying over to the SEC.
2: Yeah. Crazy times. Um, All right, that gets us going this morning. Coming up at ten oh five, John Pelfrey, Tennessee Tech basketball coach, of course, uh, legendary status uh, in Kentucky basketball lore. We'll talk to John, uh, the uh, athletic director of UOVC member Little Rock. George Lee will join us at ten forty. But coming up next is usual Tuesday. Excuse me, what day is it? Usual Thursday visit from Tim Corbin, right here on Nashville Sports Radio.
6: Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a law. long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability abs communications is a top five at&t authorized agent with over 200 years of at&t technical experience you can call mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcom.net and remember mention the mcfarland show to abs and you could get up to 250 dollars in a visa gift card for new abs business customers
5: Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
7: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address: forhims.com/joy. That's forhims.com/joy for your free online visit. dot scom slash J O Y
8: golfers tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from TaylorMade, featuring the Stealth Two Woods and Irons. The new Stealth Two Woods combine speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness, and the new Stealth HD Irons deliver high launch with draw bias to give you the confidence to expect better shots more often. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise service. Jim Rome
1: is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The
7: SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A, always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. a, B,
9: C. a always, B,
10: B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim
1: Rome, 11 to 2, on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR.
5: The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby.
2: It's Greg Pogue, John Burton's show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Pat and Cook back at the Shrike Bear Family Fund Center Studios up at uh, the OVC Championships Men and Women's Basketball Tournament across the street at the Ford Center. We're in the Doubletree Hotel lobby. As a matter of fact, right by the steps that go for the walkway over connecting into uh, the Ford Center. So uh, you don't even have to go outside to get in the building from this hotel. So pretty cool place up here. Going to hook up with Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin here in um, uh, just a few moments. Again, Vanderbilt last night. 68 to 66 first win in Rupp Arena since 2007 Jordan Wright uh with a, a little fall away with 2.6 seconds. He had 23 points as a matter of fact. Uh, Vandy led what 34 to 30 at halftime. Got up by as many as 11. Kentucky came back and took a lead late, but um Vandy pulls it out. Oscar Sheboy, 21 and 20. 21 points, 20 rebounds. Uh, so uh Mississippi State is at Vanderbilt Saturday at 7.30 on the SEC Network, and then uh, uh, UT and Auburn is also as well. So, good win last night uh, for the Commodores in Rupp Arena. Joined now by Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin. Good morning, Tim. How you doing?
9: Good, Greg, John. But,
2: yeah, John, I'm up in Evansville at the OVC tournament. John's probably still asleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
9: So, and yeah where, that's and where probably you, so. Yeah,
2: and where are you?
9: We're in the airport right now. We're heading out to uh, Minneapolis.
2: Okay, I know for the uh, Cambria Classic. Just how did how did all this come about? Just uh, you be up there Friday, well, Saturday, I, Sunday yeah. and you're playing uh, uh, Nebraska Friday, Maryland Saturday, Minnesota Sunday.
9: Yeah, yeah, it's been a tournament that I think been in existence for the last 6 or 7 years and Minnesota's hosted it. It's the first time we're a part of it. So Looking forward to it. It's at the Vikings Stadium, US Bank. So they take that football stadium and convert it into a, a baseball field and it's actually pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to getting in there with the guys, great conditions, kinda of like Dallas where you know you're gonna play. You got very good competition. As you mentioned, those three teams they're all very strong. So I'm really looking forward to it.
2: I'm gonna do a little baseball philosophy or, or thought about it with the Big Ten. And, and I really don't care if they're hamstrung or not. <laughs> but, but just being be from where I live my old life in the Southeast. But is the Big Ten, because of the schedule, when it starts, the season starts, what, that third weekend of February? And, you know, we've seen what Michigan did, obviously, uh, recently, and, and a few other schools over the years. Indiana had some moments as well. But is the Big Ten hamstrung because of the schedule? Because they think so.
9: Well, you know, I. Someone said it the other day, and I forget who it was, but I think most of the country is really hamstrung by the weather at the beginning of the year. I mean, we might as well be Big Ten for all intents and purposes, being in Nashville, and we've just been fortunate with the weather this year. But I think, for the most part. Um, you know, it's just it, it we get a late start on the season or get a late start in terms of getting outside for a lot of those schools. But I, I think the one thing that the Big Ten has shown is they have very good players and you take Eric Backage's Michigan team and if you if you string together three, four good starting pitchers, then you certainly can take your team a long way. Tracy Smith did it a few years ago with Indiana. Um and I, I just feel like there are always teams in that conference that have a way of finding themselves in the top 10 and certainly top 20.
2: Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin with us from the airport. So uh we'll we're getting the airport report this morning uh from Tim. Enrique Bradfield Jr. uh the career stolen base record 97th in in Sunday's win over UCLA and we're going to talk about that series. You've coached a lot of players mm-hmm. who are at the you know among the best and we still see it happening mm-hmm. you know throughout the league the in in the majors. Um Are you marveled at him, coaching him sometimes?
9: Yeah, uh, on several fronts. I think you you mentioned the the base-dealing piece of it, and I think when people think of Enrique, they think of that, but there's so much more to him. I don't – you and I can speak on a level where we remember the 70s player, we remember the late 60s player, and I think when you think of people that – have that much range in the outfield. I mean, he made two plays on Saturday, Greg, that he covered so much ground to left center field and right center fields. Like when the ball was hit, you're thinking, okay, we just got to hold that runner at second base or at second base. And I'll let him get the third. And next thing you know, he's standing underneath and he catches it and he's catching it on the run. But I've never seen a guy cover that much ground in the outfield before. And I think, you know, Lou Brock was a tremendous base dealer. He was a good offensive player, but I, you know, I, he wasn't the center fielder that Willie Mays was and Mays covered tremendous amount of ground. Now I I don't want to compare Enrique to Willie Mays, but when you think about guys that cover that much ground, I don't know how many players I've seen in my lifetime cover as much space as that guy does in the outfield. And then, got offensive skill too. He's got good hand-eye coordination, puts the ball in play and you know when he puts the ball in play then it's always attracting. So he's a very fascinating kid to watch.
2: Yeah, human nature, we always want to draw comparisons to our you know, experience or memories and everything. The Lou Brock yeah. one, man, made me think for a second that, wow, because Lou, Lou had some pop to his bat too. Uh, I yeah. You know who I was thinking of, but maybe not as uh, It was Mickey Rivers. How close am I on that one?
9: Yeah, I like Rivers. I mean, I, I think that's a, a good comp. You know, Mickey was he was a good defensive player as well. So I I think that that's a good comp. You know, Juan Pierre. I got to coach against Juan when he played at South Alabama. So, but um, Rivers may probably be more apropos to what we're talking about here. Really good speed players that make a difference in the game.
2: Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin with us uh, up at uh, the – we'll have all, th- all three of these games, uh, uh, 10.45 the pregame with Nebraska on uh, tomorrow morning, uh, Maryland uh, 10.45 the pregame on Saturday, Minnesota, that game's not until 6 o'clock uh, Sunday night um, a- a- as well. Two out of three from UCLA, just uh, uh, any time you can do that to a top-20 team, that's good. Just talk about the series overall, how you felt coming out of it.
9: I uh, felt good to win, too, that's for sure. Uh, they're better than top 20. I think they're an Omaha team. That's just my opinion, but I feel strongly about that. They're, they're, their their front-line pitching, their relief pitching is different, and they execute at such a high level. It just makes it tough on your hitters. And I think what they did to us probably lingered into Tuesday as well. I, I think sometimes when you face teams like that that pitch and execute so well, they end up beating you sometimes on Tuesday, too, because you feel like, oh, my gosh, I've lost my swing when it really has nothing to do with your swing. Just a matter of them executing so well. But John Savage, the coach, good friend of mine, he's just such a tremendous pitching coach and a good baseball coach in general. But I thought they had a big league catcher. They had a big league third baseman. Eric Karos, son, played third base. Shortstop was an outstanding player. They could really hit. They had a good approach. So the fact that we pitched as well as we did and shut them down, I think it shows a lot about our pitching staff, and it just says a lot about how we played pretty good defense.
2: You know, you—it's—it's it's pretty amazing. You know, got this weekend coming up, and then you got Loyola Marymount coming in uh, the following yeah. weekend, and then after that, it's uh, SEC time. <laughs> Man, hey, How many calls do you get from teams that want to bring their uh, programs uh, to Nashville to play or vice versa, you know, but they're wanting to come here and get that two, uh, get that three-game set?
9: Yeah, I think more now. I mean, I think there's an appeal to come to, to Nashville in general just because of the city, but I, I think the one thing about coming to a place like Vanderbilt, you know you're going to play because we've got turf. And I, I think just the venue – um, style of play. I do think people enjoy coming, and we've been very fortunate to attract teams from. You know, it's rare case, really. Greg, you got two teams from California that are coming this way this year: UCLA and Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount did a good job against Oklahoma State last weekend. So, our schedule is uh, it's firm, but it's um, very helpful to us. Is you mentioned going into SEC play, so. I think uh, it's, it's benefited us to go on the road, but it's also benefited us and we'll continue to do so that we bring in two strong opponents to play here in Nashville.
2: Are you set with uh, Carter Holt and Hunter Owen and Devin Futrell? Is Futrell right?
9: <laughs> it's always it for the time being, right? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're okay right now. Um, but those guys are, have done a nice job. They kept, kept everyone off the scoreboard this past weekend. They're very trustworthy kids, and I think you you get to a point where it's rare when you can put three guys and say, okay, that's how we're going to line up. Uh, We didn't really know that at the beginning of the year. We had an idea, but those three kids are really reliable, and obviously what makes them unique is they're all left-handed. We didn't really plan for that, but that's where we are at this point right now, and they're, they're pretty good pitchers.
2: Is that ideal to throw three lefties in a row in a series?
9: Yeah. Uh, what it does, I mean, it's it just kind of the way it lines up for us, and they're probably our best volume guys, and it doesn't leave us too much left-handedness in the pen, but Yenther's really come on and pitch well for us, and we got to get J.D. Thompson some innings because he could be pretty effective, too, but it just makes us lighten the pen with lefties, but Listen. If you get five innings at the start of a game, you'll take that every day.
2: Well, Tim, have a good trip up there. We appreciate. All right, dining report. We can't. You know, we've we've now we've created a monster with this, so we need a report.
9: Last night we went to um, uh, where did we go? We didn't go to Midnight Oil. I'm trying to think where we went last night. Uh,
2: well, this is hurtful. The, the, I mean, I my, thought I would have a full report right away.
9: Oh, no, 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 no. Brick, we went to Brick Tops. I'm sorry. Okay. That was easy. <laughs> that was easy. It was right <laughs> close. So that's a, that's a pretty good one now in terms of, I know they're a chain, but Brick Tops is pretty strong. No, good food, always consistent, like service.
2: People in Nashville, do you were you here? I, I mean, do you remember when it was Houston's? That, that yeah. restaurant? You
7: no, know, was, I
9: was, I was yeah, that was my first year here in Houston yeah. and it it stayed two years and right across the street. I'll tell you what was good too, Greg was the cooker. Yeah. The cooker was good too. That was cooker. a good place too. So and, and there were several. Yeah, I can I oh, can
2: I can't I can too, you know. I I prefer <laughs> eating it than talking about it. But anyway, hey Tim. Good good luck up there. <laughs> good luck this weekend. Thank you, Tim.
9: Uh, yeah. All right. Same to you. Thank you, Greg. All right, uh,
2: Vanderbilt baseball coach, with our um, weekly uh, dining report from uh, Coach Tim Corbin. I've got people clamoring for it now. Uh, i tell you what, we're going to take some phone calls uh, to the top of the hour. If you want to get in, we'll sneak some calls in uh, at 615-844-5600.
11: Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you check your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs but some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPi.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at iwantpie.com. That's iwantpie.com.
5: jacob the electrician is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our u.s military their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed this proud salute is brought to you by jacob the electrician providing quality service and pride give jacob the electrician a call today at 615-582-3452 that's 615-582-3542 jacob the electrician on the air saluting our troops and veterans they're professionals who care
11: Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are.
0: Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan.
3: You can have a fair criticism of me for what I'm about to say. If you get into the playoff enough, one of these years you're going to catch lightning in a bottle. The Titans missing the playoff this year was absolutely inexcusable, right? They had a team we knew was good enough to get to the divisional or conference rounds. And then you just catch lightning in a bottle or you have the two best games of your life and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That's a good goal for the Titans. The afternoon stretch.
1: Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs>
5: The Greg Pogue and John Burton
2: show. Wow, those guys are still on. Pat Cook back in the Strikers Fair Family Fun Center studios. John Burton with today and tomorrow off. I'm up at the OBC Championships, the men and women's basketball tournament at the Ford Center, downtown Evansville. Doubletree Hotel is uh, where we are in the lobby right now. Uh, into the quarterfinal rounds uh, today. At 1 o'clock, SEMO, Moorhead State women. At 3.30, Tennessee Tech, SIUE women. And then the men quarterfinals tonight, Tennessee State. The four seed against the five seed, SEMO. SEMO beat Lindenwood yesterday. And then UT Martin at 9 o'clock tonight, SIUE. All those games are on ESPN Plus television. And to get to the semifinals tomorrow night, the men's games, 7 and 9.30, uh, they will be on ESPNU, and the championship game Saturday night men's will be on ESPN2 national uh, television. Hey, uh, you know, famous people, uh, uh, Patton, the uh, Nashville SC owners, have, have they got you as an owner yet? They've got, uh, understand, where uh, Giannis Po. thank you, and I did that on purpose, but Giannis and his some of his family members and Philip Forsberg are now uh, minority stakeholders in the MLS club, the uh, Nashville SC. That already has, what, Reese Witherspoon uh, as part of it, Derek Henry as part of it. So a uh, little star power over there. Yeah,
3: very cool to have that announced today of the three brothers alongside uh, with Giannis. And no professional uh, soccer team in Milwaukee. They've got a USL team, which is a tier below the MLS but for Giannis to come over it's really cool I'm not sure how that got started in the whole dynamic uh, but behind all that but the story coming out today and like you said they've got a few uh, of some of these famous owners and that's starting to get more and more Greg you see it in the MLS Patrick Mahomes is if not a majority stakeholder a, a, a very significant stakeholder in a sporting KC over in Kansas City so MLS well, uh, well, Kevin
2: Durant, I'll add Kevin Durant, yep. uh, James Harden, uh, others as well. You, uh, The uh, quote from Giannis, my father was a professional soccer player. It was the first sport I fell in love with in Greece. I've always had the dream of owning a soccer team. And when my brothers and I explored Nashville SC. We knew it was a team and a city that we wanted to get involved with. Couldn't be more excited to be joined the boys in gold and can't wait to come to a match at, at Geodis Park. So Giannis hanging out.
3: Giannis hanging out, and Greg, I, I think one of the reasons maybe Nashville SC is a little more attractive than others, it's it's that stadium, um, and we're already seeing Guns N' Roses will be performing this uh, this summer at, at Geodas Park, and for uh, Nashville SC to have the biggest soccer specific stadium, how long that title will last, I'm not sure. I'm sure there are a couple teams kind of eyeing that prize maybe a little bit, but uh, credit to Nashville SC kind of getting their name out there, and even though if Giannis isn't making the decision, I mean, that's just more, maybe not free press, but it's a uh, press nonetheless.
2: Now, Giannis's brother plays for the Bucks, right?
3: Uh, one of them does, and then yeah. one of them, I believe, is in the G League, maybe with the Lakers. I, I'm not exactly sure on that one, but... He, uh, Pretty much everybody, all, all the uh, Antetokounmpo brothers are uh, pretty good at the game of basketball.
2: Yeah, one's playing in uh, Turkey right now. Uh, also, the brother Alex is the Bucks yes. NBA G yeah. League. Well, yeah, that's pretty cool when I when I read that. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to give us a call, the OVC Championships up in. Uh, uh, Evansville today, tomorrow, and uh, Saturday morning for the championships as well. Predators uh, uh, back on the road. They start a six-game road trip tonight at Florida, Saturday at Chicago, Monday at Vancouver, Thursday at Arizona, Saturday, a week from Saturday at the Kings, and then a week from Sunday at um, Anaheim. I'm just wondering if there are any uh, – is there anybody left? <laughs> Is that, that's what I'm saying. Is there anybody left on the
3: team? I, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if, if they're done necessarily with, kind of the moves. I mean, there's still pieces out there that people will not want, and the moves they've made. I mean, you're you've given up on the postseason. I mean, you've given up on the on the on the playoff race without a doubt. So, I I don't know who they got left to trade, but I wouldn't be surprised if we have a, another one or two, as there's still a whole 24 hours
2: left. All right. Come here. I, I wanna, I'm going to. He's going to be on with us tomorrow morning. But sit down. I got to ask you about those purple tennis shoes. Mark Wilson. He's the athletic director at uh, Tennessee Tech. He's going to be joining us uh, tomorrow morning at 10:25. And him and his lovely bride strolling through. I want some of those purple tennis shoes.
12: I'll take them off and give them to you right now. No, I don't like. think so. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: what's going hey, How are you doing?
12: I'm doing excellent. How are you this morning?
2: Yeah, good, good. You're going to be with this full boat, about 10, 25-year coach, John Pelfrey. But I showed you something last night, right, that you did not know. I did not know. Yes. Where did I have my notes here? And this is something that they need to know since you're the athletic director, okay? The... Best combined seedings, men and women who are at this tournament. There's only one school that has two teams in the top three, but or the top four, but certainly the top three. Your men are two, your women are three, and there's nobody close.
12: Well, great, great seasons by our student athletes and our yeah. coaches. Really proud of them, and you know we love the seeding course, we always want to win the regular season championships. But we love the seeding, love our chances in the Ohio Valley Conference uh, tournament championship here in Evansville. Uh, but uh, I appreciate you, uh, you're always bringing me tidbits of information that I didn't know and the research that you do, Greg, and I greatly appreciate that, but... Uh,
2: I wouldn't listen, Dad. don't go that far, <laughs> okay? Wait, I need it, to
12: change these sneakers for boots, I guess, huh? Yeah, uh,
2: but, <laughs> and your lovely bride, Melanie, over here, right?
12: Yes, yeah, she is, uh, she she is my lovely bride. Are you
2: taking pictures of us? Yeah, yeah. Yep. But... So, anyway, it's a good time. Uh, wings up, right? Is wings, that what you say? Wi- wings up. Wings yeah. up.
12: look forward to being on with you this morning and uh, appreciate all you do to cover the Ohio Valley well, Conference. Well, tomorrow
2: morning. We've been bouncing a fort, you know, We had you one day and Pelfrey the next, and he's got to shoot around tomorrow, blah, 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 all of that. So, yeah. he's going to join us at 10.05, and then you're going to join us at 10.25 tomorrow morning. That's correct. Okay, let something correct. change. It's, yep. You know, big time you. you know, bouncing
12: Oh, yeah, city. sure, sure, sure. I
2: want some purple. Look at these purple <laughs> tennis shoes.
12: They they do look good, don't they? They're yep. they're, they're purple. Yep. They're yeah. purple. And they're yeah. not they're
2: Nike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good plug there. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Greg. We'll, we'll talk to you full time. You know, study up. Okay. Yes, sir. I got it. See you guys. Yeah. Good people. Just uh grabbed him. Said, well, I don't want to do that. But anyway, it is a good time. Uh, you know who's a uh, Tennessee Tech grad? Schmidty. Mike Schmidto. Yeah, it explains a lot. Yeah, that <laughs> what does that mean? All right, hey, we're going to take a break. We'll uh, get a phone call in, in the meantime, to the top of the hour, if you want to give us a call. 615 844 5600. Hey, you know it's a
1: leap year, right?
13: No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope.
1: It's
11: this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down?
11: No. That was a leap.
1: Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest Instant Games. You can win up to $5 million.
0: The Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet you could win a top prize of $5 million.
1: Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints, like...
1: Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy.
0: Or it may be even subtler, like...
1: Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch
7: of money.
0: Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors.
7: In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food. Help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit givewestwood.org. Givewestwood.org.
8: Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious Mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. You know, it's never too late
2: to start feeling some March badness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank is the return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single-game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person.
5: The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand.
2: It's Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, Pat and Cook back at the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. I am up at the Doubletree Hotel lobby right across the street from the Ford Center, the OVC Championships, men's and women's basketball. Tournament's going on up here all the way through Saturday afternoon and then Saturday evening, the women's and the men's respectively. In the meantime, to the top of the hour, take a call or two, 615-844-5600. Patton? Just let me talk, Greg. Good morning, Clay. I guess you've been out running, celebrating in the streets of uh, of Nashville last night.
14: Now, update me, Poggy. You're at the OVC tournament, correct? Yes, sir. And where's Mr. Burton?
2: Mr. Burton is um, on assignment.
14: Okay, he has not come back from the combine, or
2: I don't think I'm going to tell you his whereabouts. Okay, because no, I don't. Oh, be John, oh, Clay, come on, lighten up a little bit. Your team just went on the road and anyway, won at Kentucky. Yeah, so I've. And got you want some to know thoughts. where John is?
14: I got some thoughts about this. You know, Tyron Lawrence got benched at Alabama. And what did he do from there? Jordan Wright, you and John both said you did not get a chance to watch the game. This is just my personal belief, maybe, what happened. I don't know what happened. Jordan Wright is from Baton Rouge. We lost to LSU, shouldn't have. He had about 70 family and friends at that game and I just think he took that really hard and he played I think five minutes against Florida and Stackhouse just said he was going through some things well what did Jordan Wright do last night Jordan Wright made Vanderbilt's final final two baskets Jordan Wright makes a shot in Rupp Arena that he'll remember for the rest of his life And I'm not going to talk about officiating, but we lose our big man and these kids battle. And this is what I love about this basketball team, guys. These guys do not quit. And I don't know where this train's going to end. I don't know where this ride's going to end, but I'm enjoying it as a fan. And I have to enjoy it, unfortunately, from afar. But... Well I'm not proudly. next
2: next week you don't. They're gonna be down at uh, Bridgestone Arena. Um yeah. I don't I don't know yeah. where they're seated. Where are they seated right now, Patton do you know off the top six. of your head? 84. Uh no, 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 I mean for the SEC tournament.
3: Oh, I believe six. they're fifth.
2: Fifth. Okay, so they're, they're gonna be right playing off their first they're gonna be playing on Thursday sometime.
14: Yeah. Anyway, you know, it, it's been a crazy season, Greg. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, but the one thing consistent, you know, minus the Alabama game, is these kids play hard, and uh, I, I just, I just really enjoyed this team, the downs, the lows, the people, more importantly, the the, the kid, the, the the people these kids are, they're awesome kids, and I, I couldn't be happier for them, and I thought it was interesting last night. Jordan Wright was Stackhouse's first recruit at Vanderbilt. And he got pretty emotional in the past press conference. Jordan was in there with him. And it's, it's just a really cool thing to me. You know, as a senior, to, to make a shot, make the last two shots, really, but the important shot, to win a game in Rupp Arena, that's something he'll be able to tell his grandkids about. And to me, that's just really, really cool. Anchor down. Thanks for
2: taking my phone call. All right, thank you, Clay. Yeah, Jordan Wright with twenty three last night, um, and Patton again, the eighty four where they are in the net. I mean, the eyeball test doesn't even you know relate to that. You got to wonder now with Liam Robbins how this team's going to react uh, as well. Sort of like Tennessee losing Zakai Ziegler right for the rest of the year uh, Tuesday night with that knee injury. So. We'll see. I just don't think there's, there's not enough left for them to do, even with the win at Kentucky last night. I just don't think there's enough left to move into that bubble situation that's all I'm thinking
3: yeah I don't know I I think this Saturday will be key and I really what's killed them quite frankly is that Alabama loss because you mentioned seven of the last eight but and but I, I think that Alabama loss what 50 points or something like that and and I I think that's mainly taken into account right now with the net yeah. at this point but yeah we'll see I, I I'm not sure what Mississippi State will look like this weekend but you no, know, Liam Robbins. Uh, they got it done against uh, Kentucky. They'll have to get it done one more time.
2: Yeah, first time Vanderbilt at won at Rupp Arena since 2007. Uh, and, she and how about Stack
3: the... not taking the time out there? Ten seconds. Left. See,
2: I, I would. I was not. I was at the OVC game, so I would. I was just following it along. So I didn't. I didn't get. Well, I don't know the play-by-play late yeah. what happened. He doesn't, he'll keep those timeouts, won't he, in his pocket sometimes.
3: He'll keep them there and it ended up working out for him. But Jordan, yeah.
2: great play. Well, yeah. You know, it, there's the philosophy, well, that allows the defense to get set, right? And, right. I don't know. So they, they won up there. Well, coming up after the top of the hour break, Tennessee Tech, speaking of Kentucky, has nothing to do with what we're – well, with some a little bit, what we're going to talk about today is uh, with the Tennessee Tech basketball coach, John Peltman.
15: ABC News, I'm Jim Ryan. Before the defense got a chance to give its closing argument today in the murder trial of South Carolina, lawyer
16: Alec Murdoch... That juror will be removed and uh, replaced by another juror.
15: Judge Clifton Newman dismissed a juror who discussed the case with several other people. Murdoch is charged with killing his wife and son. ABC News chief legal
8: analyst Dan Abrams. Even if you believe that Alex Murdoch is guilty, There's still a
9: lot of questions, and I think you're going to see at least a juror or two who say, could this guy have really killed his wife and son, who he seemed to have loved with no background in having any violence towards them at all. Trouble
15: in the skies and on the ground at airports, including a man arrested in Allentown, Pennsylvania, accused of having an explosive device in his checked luggage. Also, seven people were hospitalized after severe turbulence on a flight from Austin, Texas to Frankfurt, Germany. This is ABC News. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please
1: visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio
5: and now habit inspected property solutions is reminding americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our u.s military this message is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated habit inspected property solutions for residential home inspections radon and air quality testing or mold and thermal imaging give the pros a call today at 615-527-8113 that's 615-527-8113 habit inspected property solutions proudly saluting our troops and veterans they're professionals who care
17: Are you ready to rock boys and girls
1: behold it's the single greatest thing on earth are you listening to me welcome back to the greg bogue and john burton show brought to you by the omni nashville hotel let's take some calls from the public shall we join the greg Pogue and john burton show now 615-844-5600 hold your nose because the bull's about to fly now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's
2: John Burton. It is hour number two. Greg Vogue here at the OVC Championships right across from the Ford Center, the lobby of the Double Tree Hotel. Adam Johnson here. Pat Cook back in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Centers back in Nashville. And we're joined by Tennessee Tech coach John Pelfrey. Hello, John. How you doing, man? Doing great. Put that up just a little bit. There you go. Uh, What a year This, you know, and you look at this You're coming in as the two seed Moorhead State the one seed You went into the last game of the year
18: Four teams tied for second This thing's wide open It was a very competitive league I think yeah. uh, college basketball is You don't really see a lot of separation um, Alabama's done a pretty good job of that Maybe a few other teams But uh, the playing field is leveled uh, NIL, uh, the transfer portal um, <clears throat> You know, you don't have to go to a tradition rich school it's got a hall of fame coach that you know used to play only their games on national tv to have success and uh, it's trickled down to our league as well so um super super competitive i think it's been really exciting for the fans it's, i know our players really enjoy it really good really good coaching in our league so uh, it has been an exciting year and um <clears throat> i think i think you're right there's a number of guys uh that think they can, can win this tournament you know, and you talk about the transfer portal, obviously your team, but just
2: the way it is, I'm the play-by-play announcer at TSU, so I've seen Junior Clay all year, four-year all-conference at Tennessee Tech. Mark Freeman was at TSU, player of the year at Moorhead State, and Jalen Seabury from Moorhead State starring for you. It's it's
18: crazy. <clears throat> well, it, and uh, it's working. Yeah. It's working for those young men, and obviously some schools are benefiting from it, so uh, and at the end of the day, you know, you can debate these things, but it's when it's into law, when it's into action, when it's part of the policies and procedures you work with. Uh, it's a, it's about getting down to business, and uh, so yeah, we've benefited from it. With you know specifically, you mentioned Jalen, and uh, he had a wonderful year. He's he's a really good player. I think he's still got room to grow, but uh, you will be hard pressed to find a better young man. Out
2: of Hopkinsville, Kentucky, by the way. We're fellow Kentuckians. Uh, we'll get to that a, a, a little bit later. Um, there's one – I want to ask about Deontay Wood. Obviously, that spill and just him lying on that court and just how your team reacted, obviously. The, and it was sort of on the, the heels of the DeMar Hamlin, you know, the thing mm-hmm. we saw with the Bills player and, and everything. And, and he was released – thankfully early that next morning from a nashville hospital and understand he's doing fine so certainly that was a scary moment for you and and, and of course the game ended prematurely uh, that just was a whole
18: night but the most important thing is him he is doing well uh he is progressing he's finally in concussion protocol I and mean, he's had to go through certain stages work out this amount of time with the basketball with, with our team so he's progressing we'll see where that ends up uh but like you said he's uh, he's back in class he's He's upright he's able to come and join us and be around us and uh, what a blessing it was a super scary moment um, it got very very traumatic because of the length of the time that he was laying there and uh, it really affected everybody
2: yeah and and your team you you saw that uh, with it well when you uh when you're mixing new pieces like that it takes a little while how did how did that work because you know your team obviously got stronger as the season went along
18: yeah you know I don't um I've really enjoyed it um, we, we, we had a lot going on about this time a year ago, you know, and had a hundred days of trying to put our team together. And that's kind of the way you do things now. It's all about the spring and it's a it's kind of a sprint. Uh, you skip the dating phase and go right to marriage <laughs> with, with, with these guys and identifying this, that and the other and, and then make some decisions. But with regards to the summer, um, I thought immediately uh, after, the, after the first few weeks that we're different. Uh, I thought we were better basketball players. I thought we had guys that really identified with the head coach. And then obviously from a shooting standpoint, uh, we were able to really address that. And, you know, as a coach, when you recruit a guy and he turns out to be who you think he is, it feels really good. And um, I I felt like this team was different, and it feels really good for those guys to prove me correct.
2: But you still, there's the the combination of, because the transfer portal, sometimes there's, you know, it's almost like, but musical chairs that you people go in there's not enough seats coming out I think people are going to start realizing that and also the impact of that extra year has had on high school recruiting now you've got some locals I know Grant Slatton his dad mm-hmm. I've known him Bruce <coughs> forever uh and high, a basketball guy and, and a few of the others kid out of Clay County you know you've got a core but you got to have a little bit of balance don't you
18: who you bring in and, and who you want to bring up well, I think at our level, we're able to do it all. I think yeah. um, be, you're exactly right, the high school guy, because more so because of COVID. Um, these guys are staying in the pipeline a little bit longer. There's a, there's more graduate transfers right now because everybody um, has uh, the extra COVID year. You know, we've got a young man on our team that's going to graduate. He's still have two years left, so it's going to – we're still not cycled through this, so it does affect the high school guy. We're very fortunate uh, with, with with Grant Strong, with Jerome to having mm-hmm. two young guys like in our program. We really look at Grant Slatten, mm-hmm. k- even though he went to O Miss for a year in, in the same way. Um, so we're going to continue to look at that uh, and evaluate kind of everything. You know, junior college is a place now too where there's a lot of really good players, and junior college used to be a place you went because you you know you needed a little more time academically all these guys in junior college now the majority of them are qualifiers so they may have three years coming out of there so i think at our level um you know there's a lot of different places to go to evaluate to make sure that as assistant coaches you're doing a good job and doing your homework
2: tennessee tech basketball (laughs) coach john pelfrey john has anybody ever said anything, you've spent so much time around Rick Patino and Billy Donovan that you almost sound like them? You don't sound like you're from
18: Paintsville. Uh, has anybody ever told you that? Well, you know, I, they tease me bit, sometimes. A little bit. They ask me if I'm from the northeast. I said, I'm from the east. I'm not from the north. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Needless uh, to say, those guys have had a huge impact on my life. Yeah. And Obviously, you know, specifically Billy. Coach gave me a basketball career. I, I hadn't played very much when before he got to Kentucky, and – Um, Because of the amount of work that he and the staff put in with us, we got to where we could play a little bit. But, um, you know, being around Billy uh, while I was there, but also as an assistant coach at Marshall and two times at Florida – um, those guys that had just a huge impact on my, on my life and maybe my, my dialect at time. <laughs> well, it's, it's,
2: Cause that's not painful. I'm telling you, that's not, <laughs> bad. you've been away, uh, uh, with that. You, when you obviously played there, now they have a banner for your team, right? Um, it's not Rups Runts, it's, uh, but you, Richie Farmer, uh, Darren, Darren, Feldhouse. Darren Feldhouse, Sean Woods and Sean Woods. And of course, Sean, um, You know, we hit the shot before the shot, right, and everything. But that just that special time, uh, it was because they'd come out of, what, Eddie Sutton, and then Rick comes in, and it it was Kentucky basketball again.
18: Yeah, it was. uh, When I went to Kentucky, you know, we had 15 guys on scholarship. We were number one in the country. It was Rex Chapman, Eddie Davender, Rob Locke, Winston Bennett. I mean, we were great. Richard Madison. I mean, it was was really a who's who. And um, then all of a sudden, probation hit, and – we got down to about seven guys, and, so, uh, and nobody knew their names. Uh, and I was one of them. Um, obviously, with Coach coming in and signing Jamal Mashburn, things changed really quickly. And uh, it was – so you went from being Kentucky to, you know, not being Kentucky, the only losing season in the history of school until, you know, a year or so ago, to back to being where it was just this tremendous love affair between the fans and the team, and it was – I don't think there's ever been anything like it.
2: Yeah, and it, 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 of course, you know, being part of that, you know, I would imagine just a hungry fan base. Like, you know, they're getting hungry again up there. By the way, I don't know. Do you? How much do you keep up with what's going? Obviously, it's your alma mater, and you played there, and they well, lost we, the game. Well, so. we lost <laughs> we
18: lost last night, and and all I care about is we're ten behind Kansas. So I, I, uh, that's that's all I worry about is all time <laughs> win record. That's that's, that's my focus.
2: Uh, and, <laughs> so, and, so not at all. And how many behind UCLA? Uh, Tuggies won eight, and I think UCLA's yep. won 11, maybe yep. something like that. Yep. You know, you, that. You know, maybe in your lifetime uh, it will be that. John Pelfrey with us. How many times do you get asked about, you know what, the shot? and Because and, we mentioned Sean Wood hit the bucket that no one remembers because it was the shot before Leitner hit his, and you, you see it every year when March Madness comes around and you're standing right out there with your hands straight up and –
18: you ever replay that? Because uh, it gets re- it gets replayed for you, doesn't it? Well, I think uh, that's one of the things about athletics. Um, it has the ability to make the mind sticky, and you get in these moments where you've invested everything. It means the world to you. It's 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 front and center, certainly on a stage like March Madness and Rick Pitino and Koschecksky, Kentucky, Duke, uh, the opportunity to go to Final Four. Yeah, that 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 doesn't leave you. Uh, It takes a lot of therapy to get over it. Uh, I went halfway around the world when I got done playing and I was in Feral, Spain Uh, for the first time this happened and Gene Wojciechowski called me and like found me, tracked me down in some little town and like wanted to start talking about it and it's been that way ever since. It's been like 30 years so um, yeah I think um, you know you hate for one of your great moments in basketball to, to end like that but um, at the end of the day, it wasn't really about the game. It was about the relationships we have with our coach, about the relationships we had in the locker room, and certainly the relationship we have with our fan base. It's um, I love my alma mater, and it, I could have played there forever. Well, and for Kentucky fans, anybody but Christian Leitner.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, he was spectacular yeah, that night. Uh-huh. I mean, he was—I
18: think he was ten for ten from the field. He was ten yeah. for ten from the free throw line. Um, he was perfect, and I think he had to be to beat us. Tennessee Tech basketball coach John Pelfrey, and we were talking during the break
2: of how much I admire Tennessee Tech. Of course, I do a lot with the OVC. We do Tennessee Tech. is now part of our university showcase show on Saturday. where You've been part of that over the years. And – from from President Oldham, Dr. Oldham to Mark Wilson uh, to your Kim Roseman and Allison Clark and Dwayne Alexander, the football coach, and you and everybody. I just – what's going on special at Tennessee Tech? And, and now and, – and Mark didn't even realize it. And I told your SID, Mike uh, Lehman, about it. Uh, the combined seeding of the men and the women, you're the only one to have two in the top three. And by far the best combination of seeding of anybody in the tournament is Tennessee Tech.
18: Well, Coach Roseman set a great bar for us to to, yeah. to get to. She's doing a phenomenal job, and my daughter played for her for a couple of years as well. So we uh, we love the girls' team, and um, you know, I, the, I'm very close to a lot of them. They're, they've spent a lot of time at my house, and certainly very appreciative and admire what she's done. And certainly, when we want to have some of the same success as uh, that she's having. And you know, and obviously, when I sit down with Mark and then eventually uh, Dr. Odom uh, about what we want to do at Tennessee Tech, and we're here. We're we're doing some of the things that we talked about. So I couldn't be more thankful for the opportunity they've they've, they've blessed us with. Um, this is why we got back in the leadership talking about my family, um, and I really really um, identify with my team. I enjoy being around them. I get great energy from them. Um, I needed this group. It, it was sometimes when people think things are falling apart, they're really falling into place, and that was really true for me. So I feel certainly blessed. Uh, to have been around this group, and I don't want it to end for them. Um, this is a great opportunity. Obviously, any time you can win a conference championship, that, that is big, that's um, that's lasting. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you want to have a chance to go to the NCAA tournament, you got you, 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 having one of these two seeds gives you the best position. It doesn't guarantee you anything, but it puts you in a position. That's what you want to do. Uh, on a repetitive basis, just give yourself a chance. Is your team playing its best basketball right now, you think, or close to it? You know, I, I don't know if we're playing our best. I still think we have room for growth, especially at our five spot. It's kind of, we've been banged up and in and out. And, you know, we talked about that with Deontay. So we kind of still have to wait and see. The one thing that I admire about my team, and I, I really, really respect them, they don't do stuff that makes you scratch your head. They play the game of basketball for the most part the right way. We're not perfect. Um, but we would, when Deontay got knocked out three weeks ago, uh, the next game, Eric Oliver went down. And then we had two guys go out with COVID. Before you knew it, we're heading into the last three games of the year minus four guys at play. So when it got really, really hard for us, and our leader, Deontay's our, the heart and soul of our basketball team. He wasn't available. Couldn't even get to practice because the lights and stuff bothered him. When it got super hard, those guys won three of the last four. I I respect that. I think in life, you know, toughness is something that – uh, you got to have. Yeah, talent's important. Working hard is important. Um, but there's just something innate about it. Uh, mental toughness, you just staying with it a little bit longer, give yourself a chance, and, and that's life and that's athletics.
2: Well, tomorrow night, uh, the two seed, you'll be sitting around. What are you playing? The late game, right? We're playing at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at 930, right? I mean, but it is on ESPNU National TV. You know how that works. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow night. Thanks for having me. All right, John Pelfrey, the Tennessee Tech uh, basketball coach. Uh, coming up in about uh, oh, 15, 20 minutes, Little Rock Athletic Director George Lee. But in this uh, meantime, we'll take some phone calls, 615-844-5600. Thank you, John.
5: Brad Fowler Century 21 Right Realty is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. Brad Fowler Century 21 Right Realty is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. Brad Fowler Century 21 Right Realty, a professional who cares.
17: term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. It's a Bill King Show.
7: Somebody asked me, this ascension of Tennessee football,
5: is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get A-plus personnel to Rocky Top Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past.
1: Producing place. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio
5: 560 on 95.9 FM. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show.
2: Great Pope, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Pat and Cook in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. I am at uh, in Evansville, the Doubletree Hotel, right across the street from the Ford Center, the OVC Championships Men and Women's Basketball Tournament. Um, the quarterfinal rounds uh, today and the semis tomorrow, championship games on uh, Saturday. They'll be cutting down the nets and headed off to March Madness. Uh, get back to phone calls in just a second, but what is in the hell is going on with John Morant? Uh, he threatens the security director. Memphis Police Department arrive and Aspirant Barant and the group to leave. This was uh, at a deal that apparently at a shoe store his mom was in a dispute. And so there. But then we now know that he uh, beat up a 17-year-old that uh, at the mall. Four days before Morant was accused on those during no excuse me during a basketball game on June 26th, it was a pickup game uh, and um, teen said Morant struck him with a closed fist knocking the team to ground and continued sticking him while on the ground uh, apparently had thrown a basketball at Morant hitting Morant in the face. <laughs> Good so it was at a pickup game at his house and so he beats up a 17-year-old who threw a ball and hit Jaw in the yeah, face and there's one more
3: detail in there. Yeah. Greg. Okay. Uh, yeah. Apparently Jaw was flashing a gun at the 17-year-old. Oh yeah, well. I saw that as well. So well, I, I, he, I
2: don't know. I'm with you, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Well, he's about he's ruining a a, a wonderful opportunity, okay? Yeah. And his father I mean, we this thing we could talk about all the stuff that's happened. All the way through, but but it's the posse that surrounded him. Was it after a Pacers game, yep. right? That yep. they, uh, a they the Pacers player they thought a gun was pointed at him with one of the, what that red laser, you know? So ah. for a guy that's got a
3: shoe deal coming, I, I'm not sure this is the the, the way you want to go with Nike. But what
2: do I know? Well, all right, we're taking phone calls. Just uh, crazy. Just just for just hope the young man can surround himself by some good people. Let's take a call. Uh, Tony in Nolensville. Tony, good morning.
10: Good morning, Greg, and to all the listeners, we'll give you a two-day pass on the screaming and hollering of good morning to John. All
0: right.
10: (laughs) So, uh, I I think, and it'll help your your hearing situation as well. (laughs) Uh, You know, I get sick of just Story after story after story, these young athletes, these young guys, guns, wreck, just out of control late at night. I mean, just, it just gets so, where is somebody in their life, in college, telling somebody saying, you know, or is this really a good thing to be doing at this hour? Is this really a good thing to be doing, taking a gun to somebody? You just really get so tired of it because they've they got to be good kids coming from some good backgrounds anyway, and that I just get so tired of it. We all do of just where, why aren't they just stopping and just a minute? and think, is this a good thing to do? And uh, and I was in college. I, I, I had my moments, but I knew where the line was having my moments, too, you know. And uh, I just wish all of them would start realizing where where something is and where it's not. But uh, anyway, enough of that. Uh, echoing off of Clay's statements, Greg? you've been saying and i know you're sticking to it and i'm i'm kind of with you about vanderbilt what a win i think it was stackhouse's best coaching job in a game i've seen in since he's been here the adjustments he had to make the lineups he had to put on the floor like say you wasn't watching it greg at one point they had five guards on the floor five guards i mean it was they had a Brown, who took the place of Robbins, he had four fouls on him. Robbins is sitting over there, you know, he's out of the game. And they had five guards, in there and then they had Studi trying to uh match up with uh, uh Segway or Shakeway, whatever his name is. And let me talk about him a minute. You're talking about a guy that gets a lot of rebounds. He does a lot of shoving and pushing in the back when he gets underneath there. I would like to send you a picture that I took a snapshot off my TV screen. He comes over the top of one of Vanderbilt's players, and the Vanderbilt player got called for a foul. It's unbelievable. He gets away with a lot of stuff because of who he is and his star uh, star that hangs over. But uh, anyway, but uh, you know, I'm just proud of the way they played. That they stepped up, and if they keep this up. I know they've got that net rating. Y'all talked a lot about that stuff. stuff. Somewhere that's gotta change. And and Patton, I know if I know he's hearing this, just I disagree with that number, with that that stat. All of a sudden that's the stat. It used to be the RPI. That's the net. And just from like you said, Greg, from the eyeball test, Vanderbilt is a top thirty five team. How many teams get in, Greg, on automatic bids?
2: Uh, about thirty. I think 32, 33, something like that. Hey, hey, Tony, we're gonna run. We got a guest uh, has stopped by to visit okay, with us. Buddy. Here. Maybe you can right. touch on some. Yeah, of that yeah. I think I think are there are there thirty-three at-large bids? I will check on that. Yeah, I think some in that range uh, as well. Bernard Hamilton, he's the general manager here at the DoubleTree Hotel, right across from the Ford Center. Or as a matter of fact, adjacent to the Ford Center. Bernard, how you doing, man? I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having us. No, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh,
16: <laughs> We're having each other
2: and everything. Tell me about, the, you know, we've been coming up here, what, I don't know, five, six five years, years? Five years of, for Basketball Media Day, the tournaments and everything. And, you know, being from Nashville, the tournament used to be in Nashville. I wished it was in Nashville until it moved up here. But I understand it now that the tournament's going to go all the way through at least 2026, 2027, the option year more than that, most likely. But th- this this whole I, – I just like the – What's going on downtown? It's a really cool vibe.
16: Yeah, it's it's come a long way, you know. And, um, you know, I hate that we took it from you here in Nashville, but uh, at the same time <laughs> I'm really glad that we did because it does really good for us. We enjoy having the teams. Uh, we enjoy the fans. We enjoy you guys coming. It's always a blast. Um, I mean, it's, it's truly been a blessing having OBC here.
2: Well, and for all the people of Middle Tennessee, I mean – I twenty four to Penny Pennyroyal Parkway through Henderson, and you know, stop at Ellis Park and bet a pony or two, and there then come go. on over the come on over to Indiana,
16: right? Yeah, I mean we're you know we're right downtown, so there's there's a lot to do. There's a lot of food that's that's pretty yeah. close. There's a lot of local activity that's going on. Um, you know, we've got two hundred and forty one rooms, so we've got plenty of places to lay ahead and and keep people happy. Um, but there's there's so much to do with the casino. You know, just a few blocks away. Yeah,
2: I'm glad it's at arm's length. But yeah. you run a shuttle over
16: there. We do. Yeah, and, uh, that's I mean, scary. Depending it <laughs> depending on how much you gamble and how good you are at it, it could not be a good thing for being arms length, but yeah. but uh, we, we do pretty good, you know. And then we've got the Ford Center and Old National Events Plaza right here. So uh they keep us pretty busy.
2: Yeah, the uh in the Ford Center just concerts. I mean, it's amazing that people who have played I know Elton John played
16: up here mm-hmm. and just, Morgan Wallen, we've got yeah. Jelly Roll coming up. Uh he'll be here this year. And I mean, that's it's a lot of I don't of think names. I'll make Jelly Roll. I don't no. Want, no. He's good. I like yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I eat jelly rolls. Does that count? It's it, close enough.
2: But uh, where are you from?
16: I am from a little bit of all over. I currently reside in Owensboro, Kentucky. So okay, I'm about an hour from here. Um, but I've been a little bit of everywhere. From
2: Moonlight Barbecue.
16: Mm, uh, locals will tell you old Hickory. Oh, Hickory. Okay. Old Hickory. Yeah, Moonlight gives you the Moonlight's good. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to want to run them down or anything, but. Locals will tell you Old Hickory. Okay.
2: All right. Well, there you go. Because Moonlight has, has the name, right? Yes, it
16: does. It's sort of like Rendezvous in Memphis. They have it, the best burger in town. Oh, uh, okay. Well, what about around here? So, around here, depending on what you're Is there you're looking a Wolf for, Brothers barbecue still? There is a Wolf Brothers store. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing here is actually not barbecue. It's going to be Brew Burger that's right down the street over here. Brew Burger. Brew Burger. They have some of the best burgers you'll ever find. Uh, my personal favorite down there I get a sriracha caesar salad and then I add Nashville hot chicken to it. It's phenomenal. You can't beat it. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, you know, you've also got Rooftop that's two blocks from here. Yeah. Uh, I know their owner. They do a really good job. They have good service. Real ice cold beers. You can't beat it.
2: Brew, you know, Brew Burgers. That's beer and burgers, right? <laughs> brew it can't that's be
16: getting better than that and
2: everything. So from all over, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, so, so we'll tell people how to get in touch come up here and, and stay with you and, and look online to see what's going on at the ford center and every because do they still have the uh thunder on the ohio the they did that the, yeah.
16: so they did it for a while yeah. i don't know if they've done it since covid yeah I know there's talks about bringing it back, bringing it but I'm, back i'm unsure yeah on that right now yeah
2: but always festivals i'm i'm becoming i really like evansville I, I don't care much for Indy and I don't care much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and don't care much for certainly Gary. That's a Tennessee thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah some. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming uh, by. Thanks for no, having us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um if
16: there's ever anything we can do for you, uh, just let us know. You can reach out to my desk staff at any time at 812-423-5002. Or you can just uh, Google Doubletree Evansville downtown, and it'll pop us right up. Well,
2: right, so you, you got it going on here. It's really the whole the whole downtown thing is, is cool. Thank you, man. Oh, my pleasure. President Bernard Hamilton, he is the general manager here at the uh, Doubletree Hotel. We're going to take a break. Little uh, Rock Athletics Director George Lee is going to join us uh, from the OVC Championships Ford Center Doubletree Hotel right here on Nashville Sports Radio. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to the High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. at State has clinched to share of the regular season men's championship for its 10th overall title and first since 2003. With another win, the Eagles win the title outright for the first time since 1984. This week's OVC Player of the Week, UT Martins Parker Stewart, hit eight three-pointers in a win over Tennessee. Tech on Saturday and marked the second time this season he has hit eight trifectas in a game. In women's basketball, Little Rock topped Eastern Illinois on Saturday to take a two-game lead with two games to play for the regular season title. The Trojans locked up the number one seed for the OVC tournament in its first year in the league. TSU's Erica Haynes-Overton is now leading the OVC in scoring in conference-only games, averaging 17 points per game in 14-league contests. Joining Stewart with the men's weekly honors was Tennessee Tech's Brett Thompson as top newcomer and Cameron Hafner, the top freshman for a fourth straight week. Little Rock's Sally Karuma and UT Martin's Sharnice Curry-Jelks were women co-players of the week, while Morehead State's Veronica Charles was top newcomer and Curry-Jelks the top freshman. For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships, presented by United Fidelity Bank, being held March 1st through the 4th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. For a complete weekly schedule, including live video links, visit ovcsports.com to find other news and features and more follow the league on your favorite social media platforms at ovcsports and at ovcsports.com. You won't believe it until you OVC it. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pope wishing everybody a great week of OVC Basketball.
7: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
17: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
7: It was just a few drinks. I'm good.
5: Hey, I can hold my liquor.
2: You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March badness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. At the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank is the return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single-game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person.
1: This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. What's great about bowling
9: is you can bowl well into your
2: latter years. Even now, I get that thing you set it on and it rolls down, and I get the bumper guards on the side. I think that's probably the only way you can beat Zach. I, 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 I heard. I, you. I, I didn't mean that. I, I know soldier. That's okay. I didn't
1: mean it. You got a two-piece coming with a pistol. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton.
5: WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby.
2: You're up here with us, um, and he's the one that put together all those promos. The, the one that's gotten the most attention, where I call uh, Amy Adams Trump, the uh, Titans owner, Miss Amy, the sweetheart of Miss Amy. Is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Okay, she can't be the daughter of Bud Adams and not have some of that, yeah, meanness. <laughs> anyway, a um, we are at the DoubleTree Hotel, Ford Center, right across from there, uh, actually adjacent to it. The OVC Championships, uh, the quarterfinal rounds. Uh, the women this afternoon and the men tonight, the semifinals tomorrow, and then the uh, two championship games on Saturday afternoon. And we're joined here by uh, Little Rock uh, Athletics Director George Lee. Hello, George. How you doing?
13: Good. Thanks for having me tonight.
2: Yeah, uh, Little Rock, Southern Indiana, and uh, Lindenwood, St. Charles slash St. Louis, Evansville, and Little Rock, that market as well. Three really good additions to the league. And I've followed this league a long time.
13: Yeah, we're happy to be here. I think um – It's a good place for us coming into the league, bringing in another St. Louis school, southern Indiana. It's just I think we can build some great rivalries.
2: Why is it good for Little Rock right now? Well, I think it's good
13: geographically. I think it's a good fit for what we do, not having football. Um, It's a good place for us uh, really from a budgetary standpoint, looking at kind of we're all really kind of on the same level. We play, I think, good basketball together, good other Olympic
2: sports. So it just seems like a good fit for us. Well, and because I followed Little Rock from its Sunbelt days, obviously, right. and well, I think Steve Shields coached there a long time, and Little Rock, you know, has a, is a, quote, mid-major, has that, you know, reputation of being one of the better ones, and certainly in women's basketball, we'll talk about that as well, and the, the job that Coach Foley's done there, but... Uh, it, it just seems like a, a really good fit in a basketball league. I mean, sure, there's football, but it's it's yeah. it's Belcal uh, is basketball. Right. And, you know, that's what really
13: drew me to it when we started kind of looking at, you know, um, possibly leaving the Sun Belt um, is basketball. As you said, I think we've got some really good uh, former coaches out there. Porter Moser at Oklahoma, Coach Forrest. Steve Shields was here for a number of years, over a decade. Chris Beard was here for a year. Uh, Mark Adams at at Texas Tech was his assistant coach here. So I think we've had some really good coaches really emphasizing our men's and women's basketball programs. And that's what I feel is kind of, as you say, the bell cow of the OVC. And it wasn't of our former league. And so that's really what we were looking to, to find a good home for.
2: Well, you are Little Rock, right? We well, I mean, are Little Rock. You, I mean, but you personally, right? You went to school there and worked your way up. Your yeah, wife I, is there, you know?
13: So, Right. No, I feel like I grew up in, in Little Rock and at the university in Little uh-huh. Rock. Uh, I've spent, you know, uh, almost 40 years in Little Rock now and started as a student there in 1983. I worked my, uh, through college at UPS. Uh, then came back. My wife started working at the university almost the day after we graduated and so, I mean, I feel like it's home, I and mean, I think it's a really good place for for people to come. It's uh, really inviting.
2: Well, and your wife is the vice chancellor for university affairs. Is she your boss, or are you her? You know, how does that uh, work? We we'll stay, okay, okay. we'll <laughs> stay away from that. We stay
13: away. We have we have our own little <laughs> different areas that we work on. Yeah, she's she's back in Little Rock. She was not able to come this week. She's doing some stuff with. Uh, Some different stuff from the Department of Defense, actually, today. Wow. Uh,
2: And you've overseen the day-to-day business, financial operations. Just reading your bio here at uh, LRTrojans.com. Uh, What do you think about the tournament? You're seeing it for the first time, I imagine.
13: I am. You know, I've I've been to Evansville one time before this for media days last fall. Uh It seems like a really nice midsize city, about the same size as Little Rock. Haven't got to get out and really explore it all that much yet and looking forward to doing that. But, you know, I think the Ford Center looks like a great venue to have a, a basketball tournament.
2: Well, in it was in Nashville for, and and you know when it left because that's home for you know for me and you know oh man I want it here, for selfish reasons but it has and I know now they've just it's been here since eighteen I believe seventeen eighteen and they've just now extended it through twenty twenty six option year that twenty twenty seven and they'll they'll be here and it it's you mentioned it. Because in, in a good, bad way, there's so much stuff going on in Nashville, but here it, it, it's front and center. I think what the OVC has done a really good job
13: of is finding a place of a, of a mid-sized town that really wants to embrace them and put your arms mm-hmm. around them. And, and I think that's really important because, as you say, in Nashville, I think things, events like this can get lost. And I think you really want the uh, community to be behind
2: it and buy in it, buy into it and, and really have a fan supporting it. Well, I know all the other uh, OVC women's teams, just soon you not join, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the regular season championship in in the first year, and certainly with a Hall of Fame coach.
13: Yeah, I mean, Joe Foley's been really great for us. This is his 20th year here at Little Rock. We're really proud of what he's been able to do Um, coming into the OVC this year. Didn't really miss a beat, just uh, kept moving forward. You know, we've uh, had some issues earlier in the season. Uh, our best player, Sally Corma, who was the player of the year, had some visa issues. And so she did not get to play into our first conference game. She didn't play any of the non conference games. So, you know, it's really been kind of molding the team together once we fit her back into it. And it seems like he's done a pretty good job, yeah. 17 and 1.
2: Well, 17 and 1 in conference play and 853 wins career wise, uh, 397 of those at, at Little Rock. And, I just didn't do that off the top of my head, by the way. I got that. No, I, I got my cheat sheet. Dude. No, uh, <laughs> the, no he, he's
13: had a phenomenal yeah. record. He's, he's, he's really starting from the defensive side. And, I mean, I think as you can see this year, looking at our numbers, I think we're currently ranked fourth in the country from a defensive metric on uh, scoring. Um, and he expects our, our players to play defense, and that's where you start from. Um, sometimes we don't score the ball all that well, but we really, really clamp down on defense, and, and we work together as a team. And that's what I think you really see on the women's side sometimes that you don't see on the men's side. It's really more from a team aspect and maybe not as much as an individual aspect. But he's done a really good job of bringing that team together, teaching them defense as a team.
2: Well, and I see this. Uh, only one OVC team scored more than 60 points, Tennessee Tech 63 all year long. Yeah, I think That's 18 games.
13: Yeah, I think in conference our average um, scoring is 46.9 points, something like that, against – uh, it's that's, it's crazy. Yeah. It really is. Well, and that's why he's got his name on the floor, right? Mm, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was really proud to be able to do that. You know, uh, unfortunately, it's not the same floor. We've had some we had some issues, some water issues last yeah, year. Yeah,
2: th- let's. So. Th- <laughs> What, I mean, that happened when did it happen? Happened two days
4: before Christmas. Christmas, right? And I saw,
2: I mean, what, just a water break? What happened? I mean, you just lost everything, right? The floor and everything. Yeah,
13: the the entire floor, we had to completely tear it out that week after Christmas. Yeah, a, a pipe leading into a. Uh, a unit up on the uh, concourse level, coming in, mixing outside air with uh, with inside air, froze up, and it just ran like a river down into the uh, onto the court for I don't know six seven hours probably. It well, was, because
18: you're
2: not there, right? Because of right. The Christmas break or you know,
13: the the women's basketball team and Coach Foley were coming in just to shoot around and do some things that day. So they found it. They called me that morning about eleven o'clock in the morning. And Coach Foley is not one to really just chit chat a whole lot. We we do talk, but <laughs> yeah. you know when he calls me over a Christmas break at eleven o'clock, I'm like, this is probably not going to be good. Yeah,
2: and so it wasn't. And they don't they don't train you in your education for that kind of situation, right? I mean, what do, I mean, how long did it take
13: to get it fixed? Well, we we. Quickly that day uh, figured out that we were not not going to be able to play. We are supposed to host our first OVC game against Tennessee Martin the following Thursday. And I started uh, talking with our facilities manager for the university, and, and she told me, George, there's, there's no way you're playing a game here next week. He said, we, we, we can try and see what we can do, but there's, you're not going to be able to play. You need to start trying to see if we can find an the venue. And we worked with Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, just across the river from us. Um, and I knew most of them pretty well. Uh, We had played there at one point in time. Their ticket manager over there worked for me for three or four years, so I reached out to them and was able to to broker a deal for us to play over there for that opening game against Tennessee Martin, and uh, then we really had to start looking at What are we going to do? And pretty much right away we figured out that we were going to end up having to tear the floor completely out. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, We were able to get a uh, company to come in and put a portable floor down, and we played on that for the entire season. And it looked almost exactly like our normal floor. And we took it out um, about a week ago because we host the high school state uh, wrestling championships. Yeah. And so we had that in there last week. And so right now if you look at, at, at our floor, it's just bare concrete and in about a week, two weeks, um, the company's going to come in and start laying a permanent floor for us, and we'll have that done by the end of June. Yeah, and just, (laughs) (laughs) hey, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was kind of a neat thing. Uh, The court that we played on was the court that they used on the aircraft carrier of the U.S.A. Abraham Lincoln at uh, Gonzaga and uh, Michigan State played really? on in, in, in the harbor out in San Diego.
2: So they just floor. had it laying around. Would you go have to go find a court yeah. somewhere? Yeah. Well, the, the company we worked with,
13: that's uh, what they do, is uh, they, they rent portable courts out to, like, uh, MTEs. The court we had, they, they told me, George, it's got to be out of the building by March 1st because it's going to Dallas because it's going to be the Conference USA tournament uh, floor that they play on. So, Down in Frisco, Texas, uh, yep. yep. <laughs> uh,
2: George Lee with us. He's the athletic director uh, at Little Rock. Um, in I I like Little Rock's a cool town now. It Probably is. one of the best sushi restaurants I've ever had. I was, I guess, it used to be what Altel Arena. What it's Altel called Altel Arena? Yeah. yeah, and you take the trolley across the river right. from that downtown area, and yep. there's a sushi place right there below the the hotel. Sits up was at the Peabody. The Peabody. Yeah, and and but that that's some of the best sushi I've ever had in Little Rock. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll take your word for it. That's about the only thing I don't eat is sushi. So oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I was. Yeah, then I'm buying. Well, there right? you go. <laughs> yeah, so, we're, give me Little Rock three years, five years, ten years out. What are you thinking? Well, I think you know we're really trying to build a
13: good program, a steady program, both our men's and women's basketball side. Um, our men did not qualify for the tournament this year. We, I feel like we were really snake bitten. Um, we probably out of the. Uh, I think I think we were six and twelve in the league. Out of the twelve games we lost, only two of them were more by more than like five or six points. Uh, every one of those games, we were either leading or tied with four minutes to go in the game. Uh, we didn't play that good from a defensive standpoint this year. We really didn't. So, I think that's really what we've got to work on. Um, this year, you know, the, I think the transfer portal has completely changed uh, college athletics. Um, it's been really hard to uh, recruit in the same way that we used to, to recruit. You know, we've got a kid playing at Kansas State. This is their point guard right now, and they're number 11 in the country. We've got a kid playing at at Arkansas, that uh, would be really good for us right now, and it's, it's hard to keep kids. Um, and you have to re-recruit your own kids. But several years ago, when we won the Sun Belt, we were a bigger basketball team than what we were, are right now, and I think that's what we're going to work towards getting back. You still, you still got to have really good athletic guards. You got be to better shoot the ball, but I feel like we really need a little bit more size. Uh, Coach Walker and I have had a lot of discussions about, you know, you know, where do we go from here? Um, and we've got. a We've got to figure out as a as a school and as as a conference to be better from the men's basketball side all around. You yeah, know, we, we just we have to get better and so working at all the different kind of ways we can do that. But I think we're gonna we'll accomplish it.
2: Does Little Rock Athletics have a suite at Oakland? We don't. Oh,
13: dang! We don't. No, man. <laughs> I know they have a, an alum. They have an alumni <laughs> trip no, coming up. Yeah, in, I know, Oaklawn.
2: Yeah. I love going to Oakland. Well, you know, hot springs. Yeah, period. I grew up in Hot Springs. Okay, you know,
13: spent most of my youth with my grandmother at Oakland Racetrack. I've not actually been inside the racetrack since 1995. And my wife has never been inside it. Uh, we're probably going to go down there. Really? Because you know, now that
2: they got the the casino on the part of, and, and, yeah. Casino doesn't do anything
13: for me. I, you know, I come from the business side. I'm cheap. I don't really care about the gambling side of it. But I do love horse racing. It's really cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love going to Oaklawn. Yeah. And Oaklawn loves to see me coming, Well, there too. you go. <laughs>
13: you, you know, the goal is not for you to walk away no. with your money. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs>
2: hey, George, thank you. And, again, uh, you know, what a great addition Little Rock is to the OBC. Well, thank you, and we're happy to be here. All right. George Lee he's the Athletics Director at Little Rock. All right. We'll take a break, be back, and wrap this thing up in just a few.
8: <laughs> I'm
6: here at the Big Game
8: Headquarters. Total Wine & More scoring huge savings on the perfect
5: bourbon. Local craft beer.
17: Forgetting something?
5: Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices.
17: Mm,
8: Valentine's Day is right after.
5: Whoa,
6: new game plan.
8: You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too.
6: <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so.
8: You sure would have.
6: Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. b B-21.
7: Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need
0: bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no interest, no fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com.
8: Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey, guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes, Nissan, of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes, Nissan, of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther.
7: It's
1: the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland.
7: Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarland Show. It's Darren, it's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A
6: show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls
16: and we mean it.
6: The McFarland Show with
1: Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
5: Greg Pogue and John Burton in the morning. Better shows all day.
2: Nashville Sports Radio. Got a few more moments, and then we're 88 out of gate. Audios Kazoos from the OVC Championships Ford Center across the street. We're in the lobby of the Doubletree Hotel. We're going to be back here uh, tomorrow morning. Moorhead State coach Preston Spradlin will join us right from the get-go. Moorhead State, the number one seed. Uh, They play uh, in – the semifinals uh, tomorrow night, uh, the one and the twos or in uh, the men and the women are tomorrow. And, and, and as John Pelfrey said, who we had earlier, they play at midnight. Actually, the games tomorrow night, the semifinals, both of them are on ESPNU, 7 o'clock and 9.30. So if you have that one, TSU tonight uh, at 6.30 uh, against Southeast Missouri. I'll be over there calling that one and uh, SIU UT Martin at 9 o'clock tonight. And then uh, the women uh, this afternoon uh, will have uh, Morehead State, SEMO at 1 o'clock, and then Tennessee Tech and SIUE at 3.30 uh, as well. And I uh, want to thank Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin for joining us as well. We'll have uh, their games up at uh, in Minneapolis. Patton, how you doing, man? been a good morning. It has.
3: A really good guest. I I enjoyed. uh, I I know you're enjoying your time at the Doubletree. I'm just kind of living vicariously through (laughs) you right now.
2: It it is really cool down here because, I mean, I actually can hit a sand wedge and and put it on top (laughs) of the Ford Center from where I am. Uh, it's a really good setup, and we need to get a we need to sneak off, and get a trip up here, boy trip concert downtown.
3: You could also probably hit a sandwich to the casino,
2: Greg. I no, haven't. no, Adam. No, it's 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 more than a par. Ahead. It's more than a par five. Okay, it, it's it's not within walking. You know, it is within walking distance on a nice day like today. But uh, so yeah, so we'll uh, be back here uh, tomorrow morning with that and uh, TSU tonight. We'll see against Southeast Missouri. They split during the regular season, each winning at on the home floors. So, uh, are anyway, you sensing
3: John, a, a big, a big tournament a turn, tournament run there, Greg, for TSU?
2: I, I think they could. And, and Penny Collins said this: "We can beat anybody or lose to anybody." Yeah, you know. And I, I they, you know, they'll have to beat more. If they win tonight, they'll face the number one seed Morehead State. Uh, tomorrow night and of course they dropped both of their games to Moorhead this year they played them real early and then real late and you know up in Moorhead that national tv game a couple thursday nights ago you know with five minutes to go the score was tied so that eight nine point victory really not indicative of, of the kind of game it was it was a you know one or two possession game for 35 minutes so uh, we'll just have
3: to get that scouting report from preston tomorrow and uh pass yeah
2: it <laughs> i tell you what he's you you talk about a coach on the rise preston oh, yeah. spradlin remember remember that name uh, also hey did john pelfrey did he not sound a little bit like billy donovan and rick patino a little bit <laughs> did you sense that because he's from paintsville kentucky paintsville oh, yeah. kentucky is about as far east on the mountains as you can get uh in, in kentucky uh he's from the he's, what'd he say he's from the east <laughs> he's, but did you not hear a little of that in there because obviously billy donovan and him spent a lot of time together at west virginia two stints at florida on that staff of course he was the top assistant on the back-to-back national championship teams yeah and mom, how many times yeah, yeah go ahead
3: my, my mom and grandparents they take a lot of pride in these eastern kentucky coaches uh, that's yeah. kind of right where my mom's from Preston Spradlin, i believe is from my uh, grandparents hometown so they're a big fan of the OVC just because kind of the stories like that coaches really making it big and got a chance to go, uh, go to the moon in terms of the OVC, especially for Preston Spradlin.
2: Yeah, um, it's, I don't know, it, it should be interesting who's going to win it up here, and uh, of course next week the SEC uh, tournament as well. Well, coming up this afternoon, 2 o'clock, uh, the McFarland's, Justin and Darren, and uh, we've got... Uh, Bruno step now. Where is Bruno out on? He's XFL, and is that what he's doing? In the XFL, I think he's in
3: uh, Washington, maybe with, yeah. with that team to, uh, up there. So,
2: well, good good luck for him. Good for him. Good for him. So and so Zach and Devlin this afternoon. Again, back here tomorrow morning. Preston Spradlin, more head state coach, will join us. At the AD uh, Mark Wilson from Tennessee Tech, who made a cameo. If you didn't have those, were the most purple looking shoes I've ever seen. I mean, they were purple. I mean, bright purple. You look good in purple, pattern Um,
3: I don't know. There are very few colors for as tall as I am. I, if I wear yellow, I look like a traffic cone. If I wear any other, I mean, it's 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 tricky, Greg. Well,
2: yeah, you you have like a beacon light on the top of your head exactly. for low flying planes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. we uh, be back up here at the OBC Championships Men's and His Women's Basketball Tournament. Uh, quarterfinals today, semifinals tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Jim Rome is next.